welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. We are joined by business coach, mentor, and entrepreneur, Jen Campbell. Jen is a personal brand strategist who helps clients use their value and personal brand stories online for more income, influence, and impact. Jen has spent over a decade cultivating a personal network of industry influencers who lead, help, and impact millions of people. Her mission is to help others gain clarity to expand their community connections and conversions through strategy, coaching, and mentorship. Hi, Jen. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me here today. Whenever I hear that, I was like, dang, that sounds impressive. (laughs) That's you, honey. That's all you. I love it. I love it. I'm like, (laughs) that's part of like your story too. I think, especially as women, sometimes it's hard to claim our accomplishments. Yes. When I first decided to start my business in the middle of COVID in in May, 2020, yeah, claiming and owning my experience and expertise, it took me a minute. I'm, I still am there sometimes. That's about when I started my business too, a little bit before. And <laughs> what a time to be alive. But I guess there, I call them transition times. Yeah. And either something happens in the world or in your personal life, a relationship, a job, you hit a certain milestone birthday. And it really gives you the opportunity to reevaluate who you are what's important to you and how you want to be able to create the life that you want. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Jen, tell us a little bit more about how you started your business in May 2020. What led you there? And then a little bit of how it's been. I, in 2019, I was invited to the Facebook Community Leader Summit. And I was one of 200 business leaders in all of North America that were chosen to attend at the actual, at the Facebook It put me up in a swanky hotel and everything like that. I met these community leaders who run these Facebook groups with millions of people in them. And I was brought there because I had a physical community because I had an Xbox gaming store at the time. And I built a virtual community as well. It made me realize I did not like what I was doing. Like I knew that before, but I really wanted to focus more on something that I was, I enjoyed. And my lease was up at our physical location. We had tried to sell the business. That didn't go well in January, 2020. So we Mm -hmm. closed the store and then the COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what a great opportunity to embrace and cringe forward and just decide that I'm going to do something I'm passionate about. So I said, okay, I'm going to do marketing. I didn't graduate from college. Yeah, I don't have a marketing degree, but I know what I do. And that took me a process and a little while to be able to understand it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you moved into that, you knew it was marketing. Was it social media marketing? Was it like print marketing? What kind of businesses? Did you have any idea of those things? Or you were just like, let's figure it out. (laughs) I figured it out. And that's part of who I am. I'm willing to be able to, I don't like it when they say fail often and fail fast. I don't consider it a failure. I consider them learning opportunities where I grow. So I made some mistakes. Things happen. Like I lost a lot of money. I didn't have a contract with one of my clients. It totally ended up, they screwed me over, whatever. But in that process, the more that I did, the more I realized what I wanted to do. So it started by building websites because I had experience doing that. 
And then it honed more in on social media because I'm passionate about that and I have a lot of experience in it. And then I realized one of my coaches helped me identify personal branding. And I have a background as a blogger and a writer. I'm a storyteller. Like my grandma can sit there. She's almost 93 and she can tell you a story. <laughs> That's what I get to do now. Yeah. I can see the good in people and I get to bring it out through their personal brand story so that I can provide the strategy for them to be able to show visually who they are, like through their design, their graphic, their logo, but also connect through their story. Mm -hmm. So I think we hear personal brand story. And I know I, I was talking to a friend not too long ago and she, her words, she was like, I'm not an influencer. Like, why do I need a personal brand? Like just, oh yes, just buy, like we were talking a little bit freely and she wasn't saying exactly like this, but just buy my product. Who cares about me? <laughs> I don't <laughs> even want to be up front just buy my product because it's amazing. But like, why do people care about me or my story or where I'm going or what that, colors I love or whatever yes. it is. Yeah. What that was a great that? point. And I hear that a lot. Yeah. Bob Berg, who's a famous sales tra trainer said, all things being equal, people will refer business to and buy from those that they know and trust. So if you're not showing up authentically online, people aren't going to know you. They don't know yeah. your story. They're not going to trust you if you're not authentic. And People are going to connect with you, not what you do. There's tons of other people out there who do personal branding for social media, who do storytelling. They're going to work with Jen Campbell because they're like, oh my gosh, I love her personality. I love her background. She's the cringy mom. And that's why they're going to work with me. I don't need to be anyone else. I just need to be myself. Absolutely. So when you were working with people and trying to draw this and I, yeah, trying to draw their brand or their story and things like yeah. that, like, what are some things that I don't know. I guess I'm curious of what wall you maybe hit or maybe some lies or silly things that we have in our brains that make us feel like, and maybe just talking of, about women that people mm -hmm. don't care or don't want to hear or that I'm not good enough. What are some yes. of those things that maybe come up during those conversations? Oh, like I'm not a therapist. I believe that everyone needs a coach and a therapist to deal yeah. with Yes. Coach and where they've been. Amen. Yeah. And I hired, yeah. I had my coach at first and after a couple of months, I was like, oh, Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I need a therapist because all of this stuff is, I need to unpack this stuff that's getting in yeah. the way of me being financially where I want to be. Yeah. And it's the head trash, the negative self-talk that a lot of times that we have, who does she think she is to say whatever. And there's the stories that we tell ourselves, but the yeah. words that we choose to describe ourselves and our journey and our story, they, I believe words have power and we can choose how we describe ourselves and our story and our past and really use that to position ourselves in our personal brand, not just online, but in life. Because people are going to judge you. They're going to Google you. They're going to check you. They're going to peep your profile on social media. But you need to brand you before others do. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's absolutely perfect. And I think also when you're unfortunately, fortunately, selling similar products or similar things as a market marketing person, as a mm -hmm. business strategist, we just boil it down to those things working in social media, right? Yep. There's, there's millions of them, which is great because we need them. But also without clear identity, you get lost in the sauce and it's easy to get lost in the sauce. Oh, it is. And being really yeah. clear about who you're, who you are. And then second, who your ideal target is. Yeah. I define personal branding as how you see yourself, 
how others see you, and how you want to be seen. Mm. When those three things align, that creates the ideal personal brand. Now you get canceled or people get all sorts of upset or they won't buy from you if those three things aren't aligned, especially how you see yourself and how others see you. Absolutely. I think, and maybe you can relate to over the last couple of years, I feel like it was such a special pocket of time to start your business right at the beginning of the pandemic and then growing and how things are changing. It's great. It's brave. It's been a journey, an amazing journey. And I think it created like a really cool container to really identify those who you are, who you're selling to, those exact things, because everyone's online. Everyone has opinions more than any time before. And also, I think that there's a bigger sense of like, if you, I'm going to do what I want, that at least it has been for me. It's, it's not, I think I maybe came out of the womb saying, if you, I'm going to do what I want. But I think also- <laughs> you know, you've got a real strong sense of your personal identity and you're not going to yeah. let anyone else trump on that. But even then, to your point of just like, didn't have a contract in place and kind of got screwed over, been there, sis. Like those different things that you just learned over time. I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't know about the yeah. tool. Someone's like SOP. I'm like, what the heck is that? Yeah. I, I was like on the Google all the time. What's a marketing funnel? What's an SOP? Yeah. Standard operating procedure, by the way. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I had to learn about so many things. I'm a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> I like to know all the stuff. I like to be the expert in the room. I really pride myself on being a know-it-all. I didn't know any of the stuff. And so it really pushed me outside of my comfort zone to learn as many pe- things as possible. And the number one thing I realized is I'm not an expert in everything, but I can connect with someone who is. Yeah. And it's worth it for me to be able to hire someone to, even though I can build a website, they can do it 10 times faster because I'm all up in my own head. Yes. Especially if it's something you have an expertise in. I have other people who have helped me with my branding, even though I can do it because it's really right. hard to brand myself. And not yes. Yeah. So I, yeah. Hire someone, invest in yourself for a coach, invest yeah. in a strategist, invest in someone who has the expertise, especially if you want people to pay you. Yeah. If you're a coach and you don't have your own coach, are you walking the walk? Why are people going to invest in you if you're not investing in yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. When you started your business and over the few years in the community that you've built, what are some just like awesome stories that still stick with you with some of your clients? That's a great question. My One of my favorite clients that I've ever worked with is Christine Jerry. She goes by CJ. She's a blog monetization strategist and SEO expert. Mm-hmm. And she had spent years working for other people. She had an agency where she had subcontractors and everything like that. One of her blogs she launched working for someone else had 2.5 million views the first month it was up. Oof. She's fantastic at what she does. She's an introvert. And culturally, she was taught don't make waves, don't stand out, don't be seen. Yeah. And so she had to push past that to really be like, okay, this is my identity. This is who I am. I'm going to claim my accomplishment. And I got to know her, what made her beautiful and everything like that and powerful and strong. And I was able to say, you are not a pink and playlist script font person. And that's great. Anyone who is, you're yellow. You're vibrant. You're positive and optimistic. And she told me about growing up in Hawaii an island life. And so I picked a color of blue that was reminiscent of Hawaii. And the font is curvy. It's like a sans serif font because it's round because she has this inclusive environment. She's warm. She has brown because of being a mama bear. What's the point? 
when she had that identity clearly defined, she's been able to step into who she is more and work independently and not rely on everyone else and be visible. Because I firmly believe that your voice has value, your message has meaning, and you deserve to be heard and seen. Yeah, yeah. When you, during your weeks or even the last couple of years, tell us a little bit more about how your day-to-day as an entrepreneur, as a leader, maybe what it looked like at the beginning and what it looks like now, maybe some things that you changed over that time. I'm taking this Brene Brown class right now. And in the last chapter that we just did in the group that I'm in for my community, she talked about wearing busyness and work is like a badge of honor. And that's what I do. And there's that whole philosophy as an entrepreneur that you've got to grind, yeah. that you've got to just put in these hours and times. And when I first started, I was working 70 or 80 hours a week and I was at home. And so were my kids. I've got four boys. I have triplets. They're 14. And I have another son that's 11. But we were all in the house. And here mom's locked in her office and I'm working because that's how I'm going to build my successful business. Yeah. And then I realized, why am I doing this? I'm doing it to build the quality of life that I want for my family and for myself. And I want more time with my kids. I want to be outside to enjoy this beautiful, the beautiful mountains and the rivers and the lakes. And when I shifted and I said, I'm going to work less, I'm going to focus my attention and energy on what I love to do the most and I'm passionate about, I made more money. Yeah. And I didn't have to knock myself out. Now, yesterday, I worked over 12 hours because I just launched my Cringe Forward community. So I, I had live, a live interview that I was doing and I was going live on social media and I was finishing up the branding on my Facebook group. Then I had another client I was emailing and it was busy. But last summer, I took the whole month of July off and I went on a mother-son backpacking trip. And there comes a point, you had mentioned before, you'd mentioned that some people they always knew they wanted to be an entrepreneur. And that's how I was. I was a kid at nine years old who had a popcorn stand across market with the kids across the street with Kool-Aid. I had a small bag is 50 cents, large is 75. It's only a quarter more. So everyone would get a large. If you had yeah. a red kernel in there, you got a magic prize, which is a bag of popcorn so that it wouldn't cost more money for my cost of goods. And this is out of my brain. Amazing. Amazing. Like, I was born. I was born to be an entrepreneur and culturally like my family, that's it. But it's the why. Yes, I love people. Yes, I love marketing. Yes, I totally geek out and love the commercials on the Super Bowl more (laughs) than the actual Super Bowl. I get all giddy about fonts, but it's more than that. I'm doing it to build that quality of life. And if I want anyone to know anything, it's that they don't have to take the same journey as anyone else. It's theirs and it's their story. And there's this stigma that there's only one way to be successful, but how you measure success is everything. Yeah. Yeah. You have a TikTok page. Oh my gosh. I love the, the TikTok. I, I love the TikTok. Love the TikTok. Is it called the cringy mom? Yes. The cringy yeah, right? mom. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the cringy mom. So it's like the underscore cringy underscore mom. And there's an Ian e cringy. I didn't even know that at first because I was so cringe. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever really ever spelled out. No. Cringy. That happens to me all the time. I'm like, actually spelled out that word. It could be spelled either way, but according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the preferred spelling is with Merriam-Webster. Started because I didn't like short form video content. I felt embarrassed to be on camera and I felt awkward and comfortable and I had the lights. I had a microphone and everything like that and I still didn't make the video. 
Mm-hmm. And I was standing out in the middle of my road creating content. And my husband's, what are you doing? And I pointed up, I pointed the side, pointed down. And I said, it's a TikTok. And he's, that's really nice. So you got to appeal to the lowest common denominator. And I started singing. I'm like, I'm doing this to make lots of money and increase my social following. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not a singer. You can tell that. And it was silly. And I posted it in one of my mastermind groups. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. It's real. Yeah. And so I was like, this, they're like, do more of this. And I'm like, I don't want to put myself out there. Authenticity is important, but how am I an expert or how is this, how are people going to take me seriously? But I did. And that's why I branded myself as the cringy mom. That was my cringe forward moment that I was just going to embrace the awkward that I am and cringe forward. That sometimes when my kids aren't home, at least one time I filmed it on table that, that or filmed it on camera that I danced on my kitchen table. I, I make, I have gifts of myself. If you do, if you're on Facebook or whatever, you do or Giphy and you do hashtag Jen Campbell pop up. They're like all these gifts of me just doing s- silly things. Like I've got my popcorn. I'm eating the popcorn. Yeah. Like, why not? Why not just embrace who you are and that cringiness? And I, that's why I created my community for Cringe Forward because I wanted a space where people could show up authentically online and have a safe environment that was encouraging and inspirational to create content to grow their business. Because short-form video content is not going anywhere and neither is social media. One is adapting to it. The TikTok is catching up with the YouTube. There are now more people over 30 on TikTok than there are under 30. Yep. So it's had that shift. And now is the time to be an earlier adopter, to be able to get on there, to be able to grow your business. Yeah. It's not all just dancing. It's silliness. It's more lighthearted. And I leave feeling like a lot more lighthearted than I do when I'm on some of the other social media platforms. Sure, sure. But even the LinkedIn you can go live on it. And I'm a creator there and they want the short form video too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it aligns with what are your actual goals? Because if your goals are five clients a year at X mm-hmm. cost and that's all. It, so maybe you don't need to show up on all of the social medias. No, you never do. LinkedIn is the one place. Or if you want to build a community, then that's a different yes. ball game. Then you need to be everywhere that feels authentic and real. And that's not burning you into the ground. Very important <laughs> point of all that, but you do need to be in more places. But I think back to your point, if you know who you are and who you're serving, it's easier. <laughs> I say that word lightly. It's easier to step forward and be you okay. wherever you need to. And, and I recognize well. that. Yes. And I recognize, yeah. okay, so why am I on the TikTok when I've, I went to Facebook and that's my primary platform and I know all these communities. Yeah. One, it's a short form video and they're adapting and it's growing. I'm there because the moms of the kids are there. Yeah. And that's my ideal target demographic. It's a woman that's 35 to 55 years old. That's an entrepreneur that's going through some sort of milestone in her life where there's a transition with her work or her family or just personally was a milestone birthday to really define who she is. And she needs a strong personal brand. That's where she's at. Hashtag moms of TikTok. (laughs) Hashtag moms of TikTok. Hashtag over 40. Women over 40. So, and this is the thing. I don't know everything. We talked about that before. Like, I, I don't know all of this stuff. I'm learning. I'm not a human being. I'm a human becoming. And as I step more into who I am and that authenticity of just embracing the whole version of Jen Campbell and allowing the rest of the world to see the cringy. Yeah. And, to, and that I just cringe forward through the awkward and the embarrassing. I'm having fun. And I love it. Oh my gosh. I don't have my nail. Like I can put up here on, but I've got like my glasses and everything like that because I need to see, but whatever. 
And I had a crying one the other day. Like I made a TikTok. I was in a gray robe and I cried like for the first time on social media. I was like, why am I doing this? And it's not to like get sympathy or anything, but I'm like, this is my life. This is life. Yeah. Yeah. I post, I post optimistic, uplifting, inspiring videos because that's part of my personal mission and my brand, but it's not always easy. Yeah. But entrepreneur life can be lonely and knowing that there are other people out there who understand that and having that community that can hold you accountable for creating your content because it's uncomfortable. And even me, where that's like my thing. Yeah. I went, I looked at, I only did two posts last week on the TikTok. And so what happened as a result, I didn't get as many followers. And you don't need to have millions of followers or to have a viral video or anything like that to be engaged with your community. It's better if you have a small group of really engaged people that are there for yeah, you. Absolutely. You can still, you can make it, you can have clients from that. All of my clients I've had, except for two, have been people that I've met through Facebook, through community and online. Yeah. Which is great because I live in a community of less than 3,000 year residents, but I'm able to influence and connect with millions of people around the world. You're not right. limited geographically, especially since everything's online now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, <clears throat> Jen, I have the next portion that we'll jump into is our speed round. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions just to get to know you a little bit more. I don't have the a button with me. Is okay. on. It's okay. I'm, I'll keep time. Don't worry about it. Yeah, shake it off. All right, let's do this. <laughs> okay. First question, how do you take care of yourself, mind, body, and soul? I like lots of time alone. I read romance novels and I like to spend time out outside. I read 300 romance novels last year. Okay. So I just started to get into romance novels and like the extra spicy kind. Oh my so, gosh, that's me too. I love Serena Aphroyd and she's coming out with a new book this week. I can't wait. What's her name? Serena Aphroyd. And she's and the thing is, I don't let my kids read over my shoulder. Yeah. This? I'm like, because this is for me. Uh, mind your business. It's for right. grown people. I love that. I like it because it's the escapism and the story and everything like yeah. that. It's a happily ever after. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What is one of your favorite quotes or mantras that you live by? It could be something you made up, you read, something someone told you. What's something? There's two. You can do hard things. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is that your voice has value. Your message has meaning and you deserve to be seen and heard. Awesome. Awesome. Tea or coffee? Tea. Herbal tea. Like right now, it's peach bellini tea. Ooh, yum. I love yeah, peach. I love tea about it too. I just won the lottery. We're calling this and we're manifesting this for me. I just won the lottery and I am like, I'm going to gift my friend Jen a play ticket in $10,000. Where are you going and how are you spending the money? Do I have to bring anyone with me like my kids? No. I would love to go back to Turkey and Greece because the water's like super blue and wonderful and the people were so friendly. I like warm tropical things and I'd probably bring my mom. That's who I went with last time. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. I live in a, I'm in a snow globe like nine months out of the year here in McCall. So like anywhere, I just was able to see my grass like two weeks ago. It snowed on Mother's Day. Where's McCall? That's what everyone says. <laughs> I didn't know either until right before I moved here. So it's two hours north of Boise, Idaho, in the middle okay. of the mountains. And my nearest Walmart or mall or anything at fast food restaurant is a two-hour drive from where I live. Uh. And, you, and it's down a windy mountain pass next to river. It's very beautiful, but you can't just go run to the Costco. Right. Like you have to make a journey into the wilderness 
to go there. And I like Amazon Prime shipping is fantastic. But like our grocery store, you can buy regular food, sushi, or again. Yeah. Because or, like, yeah, because you gotta have everything on the one place. Like, yeah, they have everything. I could buy clothes there too and shoes. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how it is. I just think of that TikTok. What is it like? Into the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Backyard again. So yeah. yeah. And I'm not like a big personality. And so living in a town with like less than 3,000 people, and I'm like the mom with triplets. So it's not like yeah. I blend in. I totally stand out. And yeah. hi, Jen Campbell's got a personality. <laughs> I love it though. I love the quality of life. The fact that my kids have a fantastic school. It's like a private school. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay, last question. What are you watching or obsessed over on TV or movies? I haven't been watching that as much. Bridgerton. Did you read like what? And I was like, because I haven't, I've been reading so much. I haven't been watching shows. And I was like, okay, Netflix. You say that this is like a 98%. I'll call your bluff. And then I was like so sucked in and I watched like because I binge like nobody's business. Yeah. Books. Yeah, me too. So like I was like all into it. I watched it in three days and everything. And my kids are like, what are you watching? What are you doing? I was like, don't look at the screen. (laughs) (laughs) That Outlander and everything like that. I love Outlander. I also like the rom-coms, like the teenager flicks where they go from like nerdy to like really popular and their life is a transformation. Yeah. Pretty to pink. I love those. Perfect. Jen, if anyone's listening and they want to find you, they want to join your community, where can they find you? They can find me at cringeforward.com. That's my new online community. It's only $9 a month for a membership to be able to have that online support or at jencampbell.com. Awesome. Jen Campbell like the soup. There's a P in Campbell. Perfect. Perfect. It was so great chatting with you today. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for everyone listening and we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Book, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.